honestly, I was so overworked and exhausted that I, I, I was this close to quitting porn. I had to take a break. In America, people view us as objects or not human. They are dehumanize us a little bit. They don't okay. view us as celebrities. In Japan, they view you as a celebrity. Yeah, they just want you to look innocent. That's that's mm -hmm. what gives off the innocent vibes is when you don't want it for some reason. Mm -hmm. Like you can't be innocent and want to have sex. <laughs> so welcome to I Hate Porn, the sex podcast from lustfeed.com. Today we're talking about Japanese porn with Melody Marks. She's an American porn star that's also worked in Japan. So how's it going? I'm doing good. I just got to Budapest uh, a little bit ago, a few days ago, and I've been working and traveling and exploring and i'm having a good time so far everyone here is super nice what um, do you think to budapest i think that it's cold right now it's really cold. <laughs> i think i should definitely come back when it's a little warmer so i can explore a little more like freely and wear the cute outfits i want for the photos and everything mm -hmm. but yeah, I've, I haven't seen much. I went on this Ferris wheel and I got to like look over the city and it was so beautiful. I think uh, tonight I might go there at night and go look at it and see what it looks like. I'm sure the lights are going to be so pretty. But yeah, I love it so far. Yeah, it's a really beautiful city. Mm -hmm. And I think Americans normally love this place. It's like, it's a real party city. Mm -hmm. And then it's also beautiful. Which... Haven't experienced the parties here yet, but hopefully, time. hopefully soon. Before we speak about Japanese porn, if you like this show, please give us some love. Um, you haven't heard the episode yet, but why not take a chance? You know, hit subscribe, share it, like it, leave a review. If you have any questions, just get in touch and we'll be happy to answer. And let's talk about Japanese porn. Yes. So you've worked over there. I don't think many people have. And like, I guess you're like our expert. I suppose you could say that, but I've been to Japan twice now to work. And the company, the second one that I worked with, um, actually has started to fly to America to work with girls. Um, so I like I'm still uh, in contact with them and I talk to them a lot and work with them a lot. And they want to bring me back for a third time once borders are very like, mm -hmm. you know, it's much easier to enter the country. But yeah, I guess. you're like more popular in Asia than in America, would you say? Yes. Uh, the first time that I went to Japan, I was only a year into the industry. I was 19 and I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But um, I didn't really, I had a, maybe a little under 100,000 followers at the time um, on Twitter which at the time to me was a lot, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But I was still really new. Uh, not that many people knew me, especially in America. But then when I went to Japan, my following started to pick up like very fast. Like mm -hmm. it started to like skyrocket and I didn't really um, notice or like comprehend it at first. I just thought, oh, maybe more scenes of mine are coming out, blah, blah, blah. And like the second time that I went to Japan, it also just started getting more and more and more. It just started getting ridiculous. And yeah, like uh, I realized these are all Asian fans. Like all of my fans come from Asia in general, yeah. not just Japan, but, you know, all over. Mm -hmm. um, mostly like Thailand and Taiwan also. Um, for some reason, they really enjoy my videos, um, especially the ones shot in Japan. But 
yeah, it's just so interesting to me why they have such a liking for me. Was it a deliberate choice to work in Japan or how did it happen? So actually, this is interesting. Um, I was with Hussy Models、mm-hmm. at the time and I was only with them for a year. I only signed a year long contract. And my agent before this, Steve Holmes, the porn star,、mm-hmm. and we had just worked together recently. Again, this was my first year in porn. And he said, Melody,、uh, my good friend Momo reached out to me. He saw、um, our selfie we took. All of this is because of a selfie,、yeah. mind you. One picture of me and Steve together. And he said, Momo just thinks you're very, a very lovely young lady. And I told him how nice you are, blah, blah, blah. He was just chatting about me. And he wants to know if you'd like to come to Japan to work. And at first, you know, I had not very well traveled back then. I had maybe been to Mexico and Canada. And I was shocked because I've, the two places I've always wanted to go when I was younger was Japan and Paris. And to be like told I have an opportunity to go to another country and work,、mm-hmm. I was like, oh, absolutely. I went to my agent, I told him, he said, absolutely not. Uh, and I'm like, he's like, this is not legit.、Um, this is probably very dangerous, blah, blah, blah.、Um, it's not real. It's probably escorting. It's probably this. It's probably that. Wow, they really didn't want you to go. No. And then, but I said to Steve, I'm like, is this legitimately like videos? I don't, I'm not going to be with random men. And he's like, no, this is a very nice company. They treat the girls like princesses. You will, you will be on DVDs. Like, there's nothing not on camera. And I'm like, okay, this is very strange. And、um, so basically, m- me and Steve and Momo、um, all planned this trip, just the three of us.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I did all this by myself with them. My agent had nothing to do with it, yet he wanted. <laughs> At the very end of my trip, he w- said, okay, now you give me. 15%.、Uh, I said, I you did nothing for this trip. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, I think I would have replied with stronger words than、and、that. I, one, first of all, our contract, I only work for you in Florida, not out of the country, so you don't legally get anything. Secondly, our contract ended. Did you forget I signed one year, not three? So he was like, oh, oh. So, yeah. That's how that went. I felt very like, fortunate. I don't know. It was like a very stroke of luck kind of thing for that to happen. As if we didn't take that photo, would I even be sitting here right now? Who knows? Yeah, it just could have been a different career, just、yeah. more focused on America. Or... Yeah, it's very insane to me. And so it sounds like you were quite nervous about working in Japan before you went there. Oh, I was. I just didn't know what to expect at all, especially. Because I hadn't worked with a lot of companies、mm-hmm. to begin with. I hadn't worked with big name companies.、Um, and I was very new. And imagine I told you earlier, I get nervous before scenes. Still to this day, I get anxious. Yeah. So imagine how anxious I was to be traveling out of the country completely by myself. I had never flown that far in my life. It was a very long flight, like 14 hour flight、mm-hmm. in one go. And I had to stop in the Philippines and then、um, go even a little further to Japan. So it was 
very exhausting. The time zone difference was insane. Um, at the time, I was also smoking weed. <laughs> so I had to, I was going through withdrawals oh. from it because I've never stopped smoking before at that point. So <laughs> it, it was uh, difficult <laughs> to adjust. And I was sick like the first, mm, I couldn't work the first three days I was there because of how jet lagged and ill I felt from no weed, you know. Yeah, jet lag makes me feel sick as well anyway. So with some weed withdrawals, it might be worse. Oh, it was difficult. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. But I stopped smoking for like the whole two or three weeks that I was there. So mm -hmm. I felt very healthy. Did you watch Japanese porn before you went there? Well, I wouldn't say Japanese. I watch a lot of like hentai. Okay. I don't know if that counts. It kind but, of counts, but it's different. Um, no, I didn't really do much research beforehand. You just dove in. I just dove in. I just went over there. and uh, Because I can um, adapt very well. I was thinking of the word. I can adapt really well to other cultures and other the way that other people work very easily so it wasn't hard for me at all to just do what they asked mm -hmm. i am a very i don't like to say this but i am a people pleaser so okay. i guess <laughs> i just like i will always show up to set with a smile on my face and just be very respectful of what they ask me to do and we all have a good day and they treat me like princess and it was it was fine that's really good yeah <laughs> was there any like big difference you noticed in Japanese porn compared to Western porn? Mm, well, the first difference, um, in the making of it at least, um, in America, when we film, most of the time it takes a, f a full work day to film one video, mm -hmm. a professional one like they would in Japan, not like content trade or like a quick VR video or something like that. Even VR videos sometimes take all day. But yeah. um, this is just for the sake of like boy-girl regular porn. And in Japan, both times that I went, so I knew this wasn't just, you know, because I only had so much time, like they just work like this. They're very hard-working people. <laughs> and the reason why they treat you so well put your shoes on for you, tie your they shoes. put your shoes on for yes, you. Yes, they do not. They, I had like these uh, ballerina slippers and they just, I tried to put them on myself and I just remember, I will never forget it because it was just so, like I felt like a princess, like I felt like royalty. He was like, no, no, you don't, I got this, I have this. Wow. I'm like, obviously he was speaking Japanese, but I understood that he was like saying, don't, don't. But anyways, um, the reason why they treat you so, like a goddess is because if they didn't, you would not be working like like you would. They do like three to four scenes a day. Okay. Um, and they're really good scenes, thought out with scripts and different hair, different makeup, different wow. outfit, completely different outfit. I'm not just talking like a different top and different skirt, like tights, shoes. Oh, that sounds um, like four hours of makeup alone or something. It's... Yeah, they'll do different makeup, maybe touch up, maybe like just add something a little bit mm -hmm. here and there. You know, they don't put fake eyelashes on you. They don't, it's not American makeup. It's very natural looking makeup. And I'm already very pale, so they don't have to do much yeah. to my face. It's just stereotype though that... 
the Japanese, so of course they work harder. No, <laughs> it's, it's true though. <laughs> it is so true. And we sometimes even we'd go to different locations also for the scenes. Like each each one we'd go be somewhere else. So it's so organized, isn't it? So organized. There was a team of like oh I don't know how many people, at least over like. 15 20 people a t- the whole team there's way more though because they had an office building that must be hard for the guys with that many people watching i think well not there's an office where they all work some they're not all with us at the same okay. time sometimes there'd be like maybe 10 people with us at most or maybe like eight yeah there was like a good group of people like some assistants the makeup artist my translator momo mm-hmm. um who like takes care of the girls make sure they're taken care of um the person who's filming the director um yeah there was just a handful of people some american companies also have big teams mm-hmm. but most of the time in america it's the makeup artist the director and maybe an assistant or two yeah so but there's like a big team i mean they have so much equipment they have to carry too like they're overly prepared it's really? insane yes what are they using that we're not um, no, they just bring lots of props and lots of things for the girls. Like they always have out. I didn't have to wear a single one article of my own clothing. Like they had all That's the outfits so provided. Isn't it? Yes, it was really yeah. nice. I liked that part because the outfits. I could not wear, find them or wear those in American films. Like they were very kawaii, mm-hmm. like. Hmm. What is it? Like, you know, the maid cafes, uh-huh. like stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it was so funny to me. <laughs> and I noticed they gave you a slightly different name in Japan. Melody Hina Marks. What's Hina mean? Um, I'm pretty sure it means like beautiful or goddess of some sort, I think. Let me look it up because I remember looking it up as well. I need to know. Oh, it it's derived from light or sun. Hmm. So that's pretty. It's nice. Yeah. And I don't know why they call me Nordic. Nordic? Yeah, they um on their videos it says like <laughs> Melody Hina Marks debut. This Scandinavian blonde angel yeah. takes hot cream pies. <laughs> yes, Scandinavian. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, and um I, I have no explanation actually for that because I I don't know if I even asked or not, but very confusing. And the other word, word that keeps coming up in the titles is... Um, Maybe it was more catchy. Translucent blonde. Trans... Am I that white? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Caucasian. You just, yeah, we just, you just, we just see all your veins, muscle, just transparent skin. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I don't think I've seen that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Did you get to, like, choose, like, limits in what types of scenes you do or... Well, I How mean, obviously, the big no's for me were, like, anal, mm-hmm. um, no, I mean, not that they would have asked, but double vag, I wouldn't have done. Um, Do they care about those things, though? Because if it's censored, so. like, it doesn't matter what hole no, you're using, do, right? No, you can tell, <laughs> like, you can tell. Yeah. But, um, no, I, now that I'm thinking about it, there wasn't really any boundaries for me there like when i went there they just it was very normal boy (laughs) girl like they didn't ask for crazy stuff they didn't ask for like you know urine videos or anything like that they didn't ask for that they didn't ask for crazy things but i'm sure if they they would have just been polite about it and been like okay no okay Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have pushed it i'm trying to think of like 
the only thing that I felt was like overworked because I was I wasn't used to doing that and I'd be like doing it three days in a row of work with like three to four scenes a day like and the scenes each one was like boy boy girl scenes or blowjob scenes so it wasn't just like oh a solo I do a lot of solo videos also mm-hmm. um but yeah one day we did like four or five solo videos but it, they were so pretty i'll pull them up for you later like i remember i was dressed up as a ballerina for one Mm -hmm. and it was like um the video wasn't like a video that you would think it's more like what is the word i'm thinking of mosaic 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 you know what i'm talking about yeah um with the music the very slow music where it's like slow-mo and i'm like undressing erotic Erotic, yes just like that and there was a photo book that went along with it also wow they print stuff still yeah and i'm trying to get someone to send me one but you're not allowed to like ship pornography out of japan so it's difficult because i'm like i really want one there's only so many of them that are made and yeah they're so pretty the photos are i love them so much um but i was dressed up as a ballerina for one of the videos that day i had a green transparent dress or a blue transparent dress for one that was so beautiful i was dressed up as a schoolgirl. um what else uh oh i had a blue wig for one that was pretty funny yeah cosplay is popular isn't it though i don't think it was i wouldn't say it was cosplay i think they just put a blue wig they just on needed me. to change yeah um i didn't necessarily love the blue wig because i don't like short hair but mm-hmm. It was okay. I also, like, looking back on my photos, I always just remember, like, I used to be, a, like, a little chunkier, like, a little bigger. So, I always look at them. I'm like, what happened to my boobies? Uh, <laughs> like, I love these photos. I wish I had those boobies still. <laughs> One thing I really want to talk about is the actual sex in Japanese porn. Let's get into it. Because when I'm watching, it looks like the girls are in pain. And they're making noises like they don't want the sex. Well, have and you seen have you seen mine personally or no? I, 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 I binged this okay. week and it did seem more Japanese style, but not as much as yeah, what... Yeah, not like pain. Not, yeah, I wouldn't say pain. I don't know. Um, they told me that I was like fitting in very well with like their aesthetic of the way that they film and like the way that the girls are portrayed in their porn. But I didn't want to, like, overdo it. I didn't want to pretend to be something that I wasn't, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. I just am myself. But I just kind of, like, changed the way that I was, like, mm, performing for the sake of the outcome of the video. Yeah. So, um, obviously, sometimes I can't understand what they're saying to me, the male talent. Yeah. So Are they I, saying you have nice to, things? No, or? you can tell, though, that their emotions... They say angry, they are like sounding angry or sounding like frustrated. So you just kind of like, like you're not, it's not like I'm afraid or I'm like, um, yeah. I, I don't want to say like the R word. I think it's okay. I, I think we it's, ha- it's hard to talk about Japanese pornography without discussing that because like the way yeah. it's sold is different. Yeah. I mean, even American porn is like that. For some reason, they really like, like, uh, non consensual consensual sex like it's so strange to me but yeah they just want you to look innocent that's that's Mm -hmm. what gives off the innocent vibes is when you don't want it for some reason Mm -hmm. like you can't be innocent and want to have sex (laughs) yeah it's like in my porn i find 
when a girl does her first scenes, she's normally nervous. Yeah. And those nervous videos, they kind of sell better. Well, the thing is, is like, this is how it's portrayed. Innocent young girl doesn't know if she wants it or not. Mm -hmm. But then she loves it and she's crazy nympho in the middle. Like it's somewhere in the middle of that video. She's going crazy. Okay. So, so it's like there's a story that's the during aesthetic. the sex. Everyone likes that. Okay. It's like you're nervous at first, but obviously you and you get to enjoy it. I feel like mm, that's mm -hmm. what everyone searches for anyways online. Yeah. No one wants to watch a video. I mean, I shouldn't say no one, but no one wants to watch a video of a girl literally not enjoying it the entire time i don't think i don't like that no i'm sure someone has that fetish but i think it's not common i think those people are uh dangerous people okay. <laughs> yeah you must have some problems if you never want to see the girl enjoy it yeah um but i find it interesting i find um like in our industry there's like a lot of pressure from visa and mastercard mm. on what we can actually do in porn and I feel like the Japanese don't get the same pressure. And I think maybe they're more open-minded there or um, just mm. what, because like when I see Japanese titles, they use the word rape in the title. Well, and they have a lot of like um, more extreme porn that's just, and they just embrace it. You know, it's a fantasy. It's not real. Because I think so that they view porn stars there, especially ones that are out of the country, like Mia Malkova. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess me now, they just view us more as like celebrity figures. They don't view us as porn stars. Okay. Even girls. Like I had a fan meet and greet and there was a girl there and she was so excited to meet me and take pictures with me and take pictures of me. Wow. And, um, I gave her, like we took Polaroid pictures together and I added her on Instagram and we chat sometimes. Um, oh my God, she'd die if she saw this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just, it girls are viewed differently there i feel like in america people even the people that watch porn view us as objects or not human they are dehumanize us a little bit they don't okay. view us as celebrities in japan they view you as a celebrity it's weird but yeah i appreciate it a little bit more i think they treat me like a princess all my fans call me princess they love me and i feel very loved and wanted by them and it's just like very different vibes in japan they're not pushy they don't ask for things they just want you to be happy and want to see your films in america they're like you do anal when you do anal do anal do anal do anal like it's very different calm down <laughs> they're <And> very demanding <laughs> and that's interesting because um one of the stereotypes of Japanese society is that it's, say, more sexist. And so you would expect it to maybe be the other way around. Hmm, no. I don't know. I I haven't really, like, experienced that. But, no, people there are gen generally, like, very kind to me. It, mm -hmm. Well, also, like, um, here's another example. Like, I went to uh, the spa. It's called Le Croix spa mm -hmm. and it's very fancy and um it's very open like um uh, there's a woman's side and a man's side and a, and a combined side mm -hmm. so like on the woman's side you can be completely naked and i'm pretty sure i was the only caucasian woman there and everyone just kept staring at me the whole time mm -hmm. the whole time and mind you i was like not like as fit as I am now either. I was just like a little bit more 
uh, chunky, like maybe 135 pounds. I'm like 111 now. And so I was just like, are they staring at me? Do they think I'm chunky? Because everyone there is so small. I I felt very big compared to them. But no, like a woman and her mother or grandmother came up to me. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry to bother you. We're all completely naked, mind you. Like, I'm like, oh my God, this old lady. (laughs) And she's like, I'm sorry, my mother doesn't speak English. But she wanted me to tell you, you have such beautiful white skin. And I was just like, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> but i just feel like everyone there just like thinks i'm just this like white fairy princess girl and mm. they like treat me differently because of it i don't know i also don't have any tattoos besides the ones on my fingers so i had to like hide them but i think that's another reason too the fact that i'm Amer- an american girl with blonde hair and blue eyes and mm-hmm. i'm very pale i do not tan i'm very polish um and I don't have tattoos, so they just view me as like a like a princess or something. Like they're like, Oh, she's perfect. And I'm like, ah, I just got here. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I've been like binging on Japanese porn mm-hmm. all week. I see a lot of curvy Japanese girls. Oh, I'm seeing that too. And, like um, big, big breasted girls, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, like really curvy and like curvier than anything we have in porn. Yeah, that's why I was surprised when I started getting like a little more famous because from their Japanese videos, anyways, and in Asia in general, because I always viewed myself as like a little bit chunkier than the other girls not that i i didn't get to work with other girls while i was there either time i just did boy girl but you're not chunky at all no thank you but (laughs) but but viewing the girls and like the videos that they were giving me examples of Mm -hmm. to show me or like uh pictures that were hanging up in their offices and photo books and everything the girls just all looked very small so i was assuming okay i'm coming here to work nice um (laughs) I didn't expect to blow up the way that I did. I didn't think I'd be like the preferred like type of model that they'd like. I don't know. It was shocking. You have like a kind of anime face though, I think. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of that, um, Ahigo, <laughs> we should discuss that. Yeah, you're good that. at it. Yeah. What? Well, in America, it's mostly also the American girls that have something to say about this that aren't even Asian to have a say in it but they're always like girls that do a higo are racist and blah 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 this is that. it i never heard that it's racist yes. no or... it's a big deal like some girls even will like unfollow you if you do it i've seen like a lot of um drama online about it like one girl was posting it and i know another girl didn't at her but called her out and was like talking crap and you know, they're just like, that's racist. You can't do that. That's not your culture. You're appropriating your, um, that's Sorry. like only Asian girls can do that. But when I went there, I don't, uh, they asked me to do it. They asked yeah, me to do it. And it's and an everyone, anime trope. Anime doesn't have a race. Yeah, does it? I don't want to like <laughs> make anyone mad at me, but the company, the whole company of like over 50, there's over 50 people in that company. They all loved it, and they all asked me to keep doing it, keep doing it. They And all my fans love it. All my fans are Asian. So if they had a problem with it, they would come to me. Not a single person has come up to me and told me that I'm wrong for doing it. But I've seen, like, you know what I mean? No one's come for me personally because I'm a good person with good intentions. 
And yeah, I would yeah. stop if I was asked to. You know what I mean? I mean, is cultural appropriation racist? Isn't it just Well, I mean, that's the same thing. Like, what, I wore a kimono, I wore a kimono in a scene. That, yeah, and and Japanese that, people wear suits. Is that like no, them no, being... No, no, well, that's a like, little different. But like, I mean, for a scene, like, you know, oh, if a white girl wore a hijab. They, they do. That's a little fucked up. It is, but, it is, but... But when I'm indulging... Or um, when I'm respectfully accept, um, trying to accept their culture and like be a part of it and understand it, and they gift me a kimono, that's not me appropriating their culture. That's me. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm just. I, they're including me in their culture or something. I can't remember the word. Yeah, but. I, I. I don't know. It's like. Um... I just find it's like cultural appropriation. Like, where do you draw the line? It's um, being disrespectful and using it in a way that isn't. Yeah, maybe if you're like using like stereotypes to mock the culture. Yeah, mocking. Yeah, being but, disrespectful in that way. But anything that I did, I was extremely respectful. I taught. We we kept the kimono like very traditional, like the mm -hmm. same. You know what I mean? Like I did everything I could to just. Fit not fit in, but like um, do what they asked of me, mm -hmm. and you know, I don't know, I don't know how else to put it. I, I just was doing my best. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's new to me. I, I I'm usually like quite sensitive to mm -hmm. these kind of things, but I, I didn't realize that copying an anime face was. It's more like. There's so much that goes into it, but I guess it's like ahigo is more like when a girl is like either enjoying herself too much or she's being raped or something. Like mm -hmm. uh, I read ways too much about this. It's all like all mixing together in my oh, so brain. So it's more than just like that particular facial expression. Yeah, it's... there's like stories behind it and everything. So okay, but so do you actually have to do it during the filming? I've been asked, and I also. Even here, uh, when I've only done three scenes since I've been here, but the last day, no, the second day of work, I had just, for to be funny, I did the face, and usually in America, they go, don't make that face. Wow. Like, they'll ask you not to because they don't like it, they think it's not cute, but the, the director that I just worked with now is, like, kept asking. Once I did it once, he was like, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing mm -hmm. it, and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> I'm like, this is too much. And he kept showing me. He's like, look, look. I'm like, okay. <laughs> because my eyes, they don't cross like normal people's eyes. Like, oh, one eye doesn't <laughs> go all the way in. So I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I always think it looks funny. But. Yeah, I just thought it was like just a, like a meme that just came from anime. I didn't realize it was actually. Yeah, there's Part so much of the more porn that, culture. Yeah, it goes. It, there's so much that goes into it and everything. So, I feel like difficult the, for me to discuss because I don't want to offend anyone. But most of the time, the people that it offends are the people that aren't even affected by it at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, it's yeah. interesting to me. I feel like there's a lot of like with Japanese porn, they mm -hmm. go into much more detail than we do in the West. In the West, it's like there'll be milf porn and foot fetish, but there, they'll get really, really specific with their fetishes. Give me an example. Um, like the absolute zone, like for the, the which is like the area 
from where it's the skin showing below the skirt mm -hmm. and from where like they say the socks end mm -hmm. and they have like a whole it's a fetish just the amount of skin oh. and they have like a whole science of like how much skin should be showing from where the stockings or socks end to where the skirt begins for what should be sexiest and it well, and they take it so, so far, you know? I think, like, they're perfectionists for sure. Yeah, perfectionists With their is the sets, best their, their dialogue, and everything in general. But they don't want to push it because, or at least for me, they weren't trying to push it to be extremely perfect on everything because mm -hmm. we were working so long. I would have to get up at... I would personally have to wake up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. to be ready to leave by 7 so maybe 5.30 because I need time to shower and wash my hair and blow dry my hair. Um, I bet they're all like waking up looking fresh and you're like, oh, why am I awake? <laughs> yeah. And then we'd be working all day and I wouldn't go to bed and go to sleep until midnight. I would get maybe back to my hotel around 11 o'clock every night. It's, yeah. It's an intense day. E days. <laughs> days. I would work three days in a row and then break. Three days in a row, break. Yeah. And that's just normal for them. At least the company that I was working with. They're the second company, um, Japorn.com or uh, Japorn Kingdom. Um, they, I worked with them. I was supposed to leave. There's a whole other story with that. I was supposed to leave. Um, I was supposed to work with them for like a week, but I had to leave early because of COVID. And they told me, Oh, they work very crazy. They work very, very long days. But if you come and you work with us, what like you were supposed to, we only do maybe one or two scenes a day, maybe two. They and like, yeah, they're more chill. So I didn't get to experience working with them in Japan. Although that is the company that I spoke about earlier that mm -hmm. comes to America to work with us. And yeah, they shoot like more, um, like combined, like American and also Japan style. Yeah, like yeah. They are very slow with their stuff and like they take their time to film it. And it still is good quality and still looks good. And they provide the outfits and everything. And they have scripts and they're very well thought out. But it is takes more time for them to film. Mm -hmm. And you just get one film a day. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that... I mean, so if I come back to Japan, I, I'm probably going to um, come back with him. I haven't spoken to Momo in a while. So um, I've already been planning this trip to Japan since COVID happened because while I was in Japan the last time, he told me, oh, I feel very bad that you have to leave. They were all so excited to work with me. His whole company also was treating me like a princess. They were all mm -hmm. so excited to meet me um, and take selfies with me and work with me and everything. But um, he's like, I promise we will bring you back to finish your trip. You know, yeah, we'll yeah. come back. And we, and we've been talking about this for years. So now that the borders are finally opening, we're trying to like get something set up, get a work visa, um, all that, all mm -hmm. that good stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. Meet your fans. Oh, that also, yeah. We're do uh, thinking about a tour of Thailand, Taiwan, maybe like a real celebrity. It's and like, um, South Korea. Wow. It's so different. Yeah, just fan meet and greet. So not working, not filming, but like what just What happens fan at a fan meet and greet? So the first one that I went to um, in Japan, uh, it was, they were selling tickets. Is it like AVN or something? Or is it mm, just for you? Just for me. Just for me. Wow. 
Um, and they were selling tickets. And I don't know for how long they were selling tickets for. I'm assuming over a month or two they were selling the tickets. And I there was like tiers to mm-hmm. the tickets. Tier one was you just get to come in and meet me. And like, not meet me, but like, look at me. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm talking, introducing myself. Um, I can't remember like... Uh, specifically what each tier did but then i know either the first one or the second one i signed autographs for people they would come in a line and i'd sign autographs but then the first group would have to leave like that's all that you get (laughs) and then the like the next tier would get would like obviously each ticket costs more the more you get to do but because of covid they couldn't touch me like usually they can put your arm around you okay yeah or like maybe get a kiss on the cheek for a photo or something very chill um but they couldn't touch me at all, even though they paid for that ticket. So, how, yeah, this... The, the how many, many people would attend for... Mm, I have, a, like, a little video clip of it I can show you. There was mm, maybe, like, a hundred or so. This is, like... <laughs> it's not a very good video, but, like, this... I tried to zoom in on my, like, thing. There's, like... Yeah, there. this is zoomed in. There's, like... People all going back, and then these people would have to leave so that the next people could come in. And, and there was, like, like, security, and I'm in the back room, and no one can see me because they would start freaking out. And do you, like, do a talk or some kind of show? Or? Uh, yeah, I would, I mean, I would talk, I would sign stuff. They Most people brought me, like, gifts. And I got to, like, um, <laughs> there was posters of me. Like, when this is, like, you can yeah. see this from the street. Like, people are walking, and it's a huge, like, me standing next to it. I'm, like, tiny as heck. So I was, like, this is crazy. And then there was more posters. I had all my DVDs. There's the, oh, these are all the gifts that I got. All that st- I got bath bombs. Look at all those bath bombs someone got me. Papuya, hello. I wow. love you. I know he watches all my stuff. But literally so many gifts. It was so thoughtful. It's but- just such a different porn culture. I know they literally it's, treat um, view you as a celebrity. It's very cool to me. It's really cool. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, we should embrace that here. I think It'd everywhere. Be much better. Yeah. I mean, th- we're human beings, just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be viewed as like, no matter how many times a porn star will post on Twitter, "Use me, use me," or like you know, like the sexy shit that we post, or mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just here to get." I want you to just use my pussy or something. Like, even though we portray that, that we're objects, we don't really want you to view us as objects. Yeah, that's just just the fantasy. That's just the fantasy. That's just, you know, mm, we're the same as everyone else. That's what I always tell everyone, especially people that are super excited to meet me. Sometimes I have to tell them, like, I'm just a normal girl. You know what I mean? I'm just like you. You're just like me. I just have sex on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when I first started in porn, I guess as a guy going in, I'd mm-hmm. watched porn and obviously had my favorite porn stars. Mm-hmm. And then I had to work with people I'd seen online. And it was hard at first just to go, oh, yeah, it's just people. Because at first yeah. I was like, holy shit, I'm meeting this person today. And everyone has their good and bad qualities yeah. too. So it's not just like, you know, when you have a celebrity crush or maybe not a celebrity crush but like just a celebrity that you highly view it's so disappointing to meet a celebrity mm, sometimes sometimes 
like you just have this whole idea of who they are in your head. Mm -hmm. That's why on my social media, I try to be as raw as possible. Like I don't hold back because I don't want someone to meet me and be taken aback by how I am. Like if I'm sad, I'll post on social media that I'm sad. I'm not having a very good day. Um, but, or if I'm upset, I will maybe not explain into detail why I'm upset, but I'll be like, I'm not having a good day. Um, oh, this person was so rude to me or something like that. I just am very open about like what's going on in my life for the most part. Your social media is really fun and feels like a real person. It's not like, um, just buy my video. (laughs) I try not to like force anything, obviously like, uh, advertisements for like OnlyFans and stuff, you know? You have to kind of like uh, put on a little persona. A, mm-hmm. Like if you're not horny, no one can be horny 24-7. <laughs> Although there are people out there that would say otherwise about me that I am always horny. But um, there are times obviously that I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'll post like I'm so wet right now. And I'm just like laying in bed like eating potato chips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's just like how it is. That's just how porn is. Or like I'll schedule posts when I am feeling horny so that when I'm not, it's there. But although like no, uh, like the past year, I've just been in a ridiculous state of horny. So um. <laughs> you did the voice as well. So yeah, we know. Yeah. And I've got a question about male performers in Japan. Um, like, are there any Japanese male porn stars? Because yeah. like in with Western porn, you see like, you know, DVDs mm. dedicated to the men as well as the women. Well, what were the men like to work with in Japan? Oh my gosh, there was this really cute guy. Oh my gosh, I loved him so much. Um, the first time that we worked together, uh, it was very funny to me because the whole day we filmed it backwards, the film backwards, because okay. it was like a whole DVD set and there was multiple scenes for it. And basically, I was his wife, and our business wasn't doing well, and he was Aww. prostituting me or something. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, you know, because we, we owned a hotel. Nice and he's wife. like, okay, well, we have to keep our um, customers happy. So, you know, we have to keep business booming. And um, It sounds more creative than the plots we get in Western porn. Yes. Oh, can we pause for a second? So yeah, yeah, sure. Pee? Sorry, I had to go pee. That's okay. <laughs> I drank <laughs> too much coffee. Don't worry. I was like, trying to hold it in for a minute. So male stars, there was yes. one that you really liked. Oh yes, okay, thank you, because I have ADHD or something. <laughs> you just have excitement. <laughs> yes, uh, and also coffee, like shaking from coffee, too much. Um, the guy that I really liked, we did that scene backwards, right? So mm-hmm. all day long, he had to watch me get fucked by, um, like two other talents. Like uh-huh. I did like three scenes with them. And it was so funny, like, uh, his whole thing was that he was, like, what, keeping an eye on me to make sure I'm doing my job oh, and doing so a good job. Even in the scene he had to watch. It's yep. been so frustrating. Yes, and then at the end, he didn't even get to fuck me. He only got a blowjob. So we all were making fun of him, like, oh, poor guy. <laughs> oh, it's the very end of the day. It's so dark out. You're finally, you finally get to, like, do something. And it was just a joke. It was, like, the joke of the day or mm-hmm. something. It was very funny. <laughs> yeah, the reason I asked was because... When I was, I've been binging on Japanese porn and I felt, yeah, I didn't see many male actors. This I is felt why, like... oh, oh, this is also another reason, um, before I lose that train of mm-hmm. thought as well. The, that talent specifically, or no, 
not that one, a different one that I'm thinking of. I remember him telling me, he, <laughs> this is the only reason I remember is because he gave me a sticker with his uh, face on it because he's like a uh, an actor in Japan. Mm-hmm. He's mainstream. Really? Yes. Yeah, so you can do mainstream and porn in Japan? Because most of the time, if you notice, they blur the male's face. Yeah. Almost in... Almost all of my videos, they don't show the guy's face. I guess I didn't really notice. Yeah. But yeah, they often blur the face. And the director also, for the company that I was working with the first time, he um, he works in mainstream production. He's a mainstream director. Yeah, you so, don't and get he, that. And, and yeah. I was just also being told, like, he was going more away from porn to do mainstream acting, or um, directing, and... So, but he was also my talent for most of my stuff, the really skinny guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and his face was blurred in like everything. So uh, I'm just assuming that either the people that do the porn do it for the money and also they don't want to be known. That's why. Yeah. They're not, they're, it's not I'm- made about them. And in Japan, it's, they don't care about the guy. Like there's not, I don't really think there are many gay men. In Japan, I don't know, but like in my view of their porn, whenever I go into a porn shop, and I went to many porn shops mm-hmm. to like look at my DVDs on display and everything, um, I I didn't see many of that. Is all focused on girls? Yeah, maybe all. they have different shops for the gay porn because I think it is a big thing there. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. I'm not sure, but I didn't do any girl girl scenes there. That's the thing that's unusual. There was... is there's not many les- not much lesbian porn I saw. Yeah. Even no. in a threesome, the girls don't seem to interact with the other girls. Yeah. Which was unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing I noticed about the guys is it seemed like they were just normal guys off the street in a lot of the videos. Oh, especially you know? mine, yeah, but that's all Are they stage. It's stage, right? Yeah, yeah. obviously. It, it, it seems like there's a lot of guys off the... Because I mean, I'm like, I didn't see like, the remember, same guy twice. I mean, I remember... Well, no, they, they reuse... I mean, how many people did I work with there? Mm, maybe six or seven male talents. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And For I, the most part, I'd we'd use the same ones, especially in one day, one work day, I'd mm-hmm. be working with the same male talent. Okay. Yeah. I, I even saw one genre which was called like um a fan appreciation day. And I don't know if you did one of those. I didn't I, see one. I don't think it was a fan, but I do remember I them giving me a GoPro. Mm-hmm. and we were acting like I'm just vlogging, and I'm like, I'm walking the streets of Japan, and I'm going to find some men to fuck. Yeah. And then I'm like, mm, they would have their assistants um, be walking down the street like a normal person, and I'd walk up to them, and I'm like, hi, blah, blah, blah. I'd talk to them. I'd spe- uh, they had me say some phrases in Japanese. Um, what was it? Uh, I don't remember how to pronounce it, but like basically, oh, can I go home with you? What are you doing? Like, can I, can we hang out or something like that? And they would go, oh, no, no. To make it seem like when I do walk up to someone that it's legit, like, oh, like people are rejecting me, right? But it's Mm -hmm. just their assistance and stuff. It's not real people. So that was what made it look so realistic. Yeah, I well, found the, that interesting. It does look a lot more real. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Some of them I'm thinking, are they real? Because like one of the genres I saw was this fan appreciation day. And it seems like there's two ways they do it. Mm. One is like they get them all together and it's like a kind of gangbang, but with fans. 
And I'm not sure if it's real or not. Like, are these guys? Probably not, right? Yeah, I'm assuming not. I, have, it, it I didn't do a so game or blow bang or anything. Because so. so many guys and it, they just look like normal guys off the street. They're not like, they don't have any like... They're not of, fit or anything. Yeah. Well, I'd say maybe like... Th- I don't know how... The second company that I worked with, their talents weren't like fit i don't Mm -hmm. think they care about that kind of stuff there because it can be a benefit like if the guy is quite ugly it can make the girl look more beautiful and it's also like yes 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 that's exactly it because they want it to feel like oh you can like this could be you like you could be this like and the more an american film they want the male talent to look more like a specific type of person and like specific dick size just for the aesthetic of the video, mm-hmm. but honestly, I feel like it'd do better with like like chunkier men, like bigger men, like not like very average men because they, they that's the type of people that we have in America. Like, not everyone's dick is like eight inches long, and mm-hmm. like not everyone has a fucking pack of abs, you know. So yeah, know, it was interesting. You can like imagine yourself as that person fucking me or them well that's the fantasy isn't it that you think oh my god if he can do it maybe i can yeah it's, like because or like you can pretend like that's you in the video or something like that yeah i even in western porn i think the guys that are popular they're either very good looking or they're um like the opposite like um there's a few guys that like uh, like geordie for example where he looks like a young boy and they mm-hmm. always pair him with a milf is like, that the redhead uh the spanish guy he's like uh he's huge he's got like four mm. million youtube followers or something i will have to do some research you'll probably work with him while you're here i'm sure but he's a really cool guy I don't, he looks like a, well i refuse to work i refuse to work with anyone that looks younger than me actually that i uh, mean yeah, besides yeah. girls uh, girls don't really count because like we're well, they, all, they, they normally put him with a milf because it's that contrast you yeah know? so they probably wouldn't pair him with someone young well i was asked by a company to work with this guy this little like little redhead guy i'm not gonna name names but like hmm, i couldn't do it because one he looked 14 and that no, felt really it. wrong and i honestly i can't force myself to work with people i don't mm-hmm. find conventionally attractive and at least a little bit i mean obviously i have worked with people that i don't find that attractive um for the sake of like the video and i'm not going to be rude i'm not gonna you know you know i'm not gonna be like that but lately i'm starting to get a little more picky about who I work with. I have more say on who I work with because I don't have a, an agency. Mm-hmm. But in Japan, I would never, ever, ever say I'm not working with this person. They're ugly. <laughs> I would never say that ever <laughs> because they're mostly like older men, also. So yeah, I noticed that as well. It seems like a lot of young boys. They seem to have this like kind of virgin boy fantasy. Yeah. Or just like normal like random man off the street yeah that's what i noticed yeah so that was the vibe though that's what we were there to do so i'm like okay i understand this is for the film do you think we should be copying anything from japan i think that do you here or in america um either you know hmm i think that so far since i've been here uh i've only worked with one company and they treat me very respectfully and very kind but I know from a friend who's been working here that th- she told me most companies do, n- they will not 
they're not as nice. They're not mm-hmm. as accommodating as American p- companies. And obviously, she's never worked in Japan, so she doesn't know how accommodating they are in Japan. Yeah. That they treat you like literally a goddess. So um, for me to hear that, I'm like, oh, wow, they don't even treat you as good and as they do in America here. Like In America, okay. they treat people pretty well, right? Um, For the most part, like they treat like a human being. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like a goddess, but... Um, they do have to be nice to you or else obviously it's not going to be a good work day if they're not treating yeah. you like, oh, do you need water? Oh, do you need this? Do you need a douche? Do you need that? Yeah. But, um, I think what, in what Europe they can we just is, haven't had our Me Too moment I, yet, I whereas just, in America. Yeah, yeah. B- but also in America and here, I just think what we should learn is the nicer you treat your talents, the better the scene will end up. If you treat every single girl no matter what attitude they have no matter what mood they're in if you just treat them with like decent respect and literally the bare minimum is is like literally treat her like a princess honestly Mm -hmm. because at this point in time like i know that i've gone to set and i was made to feel like a little dumb or like a little like that's not nice yeah you know what i mean like i'm not stupid or you shouldn't treat me like this um and also here um i'm not going to name names either but i know that there was a company that denied my friend of work she showed up to set and they said oh i didn't realize you were so large so overweight or some some word like that and he canceled the scene on her right then and there and said i'm sorry we can't do this and she was very upset and and and, and when she mentioned something to someone he Mm, her agent the agent told him like that was kind of rude of you and his apology he's like i'm so sorry for upsetting you i didn't think it would hurt your feelings i just didnn't realize how overweight you were he, like, he, didn't, he didn't even apologize google no like, he didn't even yeah. apologize and like honestly it was none of like just the way that you speak to people just yeah maybe think a little bit first yeah like from a producer's point of view i've definitely had it where I've booked models and everyone's told me, oh, you're going to have a horrible time. She's such a bitch. Mm-hmm. And then I've met them and it's like, they've been great. Yeah. And I think like I've never like, you know, I'm just. Yeah. And she's a great performer too. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. Anyways, so I like think in yeah, Japan, it's just how you treat in, in people. In Japan, they, they just, no matter who you are, they, if you're working with them, they would never disrespect you. And if they accidentally disrespect you, they would do anything to make it up to you and mm-hmm. apologize. And when that would never happen anyways. They would never think to to disrespect you in that sort of way. Because, no. They just want you to feel like a goddess. They want you to feel that way. And it's good. And they everyone should want to feel like that on set. Um, although, like, had they not treated me like that, I'm going to be completely honest... I would have probably quit porn altogether because I was the first time I went, came home, I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. Second time that I went, I came back. The, I went the first time in 2019 in October. Second time I went, I went right before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And I was there when COVID hit um, in like March, February, or March into, yeah, just March. And, um, Honestly, I was so overworked and exhausted that I, I I was this close to quitting porn. I had to take a break. Why would it be like quit porn completely? Because Wouldn't you just focused on America instead? I think it emotionally drained me okay, yeah. as a person. I don't know how to explain it to you. Mm-hmm. But like 
I was not used to that work at all. And don't get me wrong, I am so grateful for having been worked there. I'm so grateful for that. Um, grateful for like the fans that it brought me and the and the eye-opening experiences I got to have while I was there. But at the same time, a person can only go through so much before they've yeah. had enough. And to work three to four scenes a day and to I it wasn't even that really truly. I think it was more so the fact that I had no sleep. Mm -hmm. I was running on like maybe four to five hours of sleep every night. I was also going through other things while I was there too. Like um, I was being scammed by a man who was, it was part of a big scam ring. There was lots of girls involved that were. Um, what did they do? Should I say names? You can if you have evidence. Mm -mm, you can't if you mm -mm. don't. Well, um, a girl who used to be my best friend. American? This is how we met. Yes, this ah. is how we met. She saw me in Japan and um, maybe she didn't see I was in Japan until we started talking. But she reached out to me, probably a few other girls also, and like sent us like a copy-paste looking message about um, there's this very wealthy man um, and... If you're interested, he said that he'd like to FaceTime you or, or uh, fa uh, Skype you and do like Skype calls to e each other for money, like, you know, like a cam show. Mm -hmm. And I, I have only cammed so many times and I'm like, this sounds cool. But the number that she was giving me was such an outrageous number. And remember, I'm in Japan right now working. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm text I'm texting this guy and he's asking me to do all these crazy things on camera for him. So imagine I'm working all day, mm -hmm. these scenes in Japan, and then I go back to my hotel around 11 o'clock. He wants to talk to me. And I'm on Skype with him for an hour or two still, and then even less so sleep. So for three nights, I remember I was Skyping him. And he was asking me to like do really disgusting things. Like I've never thrown up while sucking dick before but he i don't know how i got myself to do it because i've never done it before i was shocked at myself that i like literally threw up on a dildo like mm -hmm. for him and like slapped myself and said some really inappropriate things for him like something like like about rape and stuff you know mm -hmm. um and he never gave me money he never gave me money. And he was also asking me to ask other girls, oh, can you ask this girl, tell them that uh, if you get other girls to talk to me, I'll give you more money. I'll send you more money. It's such an insane coincidence because last... Like thousands of dollars. Last night I was with them. one of my friends and she said, oh, like, would you look at this for me? Because, and it was um, a, a fellow performer had recommended to her, mm -hmm. oh, this guy is a billionaire. And yes. he's going to pay you like 30,000 or yes. 50,000 euros a month. And um, yes, that's exactly she trusted it. It's probably it. the same person, I swear yeah, to God, because he was still doing this. And she trusted it because it came from a friend. And um, the person's, and then I'm like, look. That's why I thought it was legit because from, she was famous. Yeah. She was, I, we weren't friends at the time. She was just a very well-known person. And then. She was like, this person's talking to yeah. this person. And then she promised me he did give me this money. And she looked like a very wealthy person. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. That, that's the sort of thing. That's this person said, yeah, th like um, he's paid me. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a lie. And when we, so he said, okay, can you send us uh, the information, your bank statement? 
you know? Yeah. And yeah. then they... it started to get shadier. But then what we realized is that this guy's girlfriend, she's been doing this for two weeks and they just realized like they're not going to get the money. Yep. And um, okay, they tried to recommend it to my friend as well. But um, basically, long story short, it's a yeah. scam. Never do anything without getting paid first. That's where I learned the lesson. And but then, so going back to what we were saying before, I was just so exhausted mm. from the the work and then that, and I had no sleep. And although they were giving, they took me to the Great Buddha. I loved that so much. I got to see shrines. I cried at almost every shrine that I went to. I was very respectful. We did. We prayed. We. Mm-hmm. You know, put the coin in the thing and went like this, or like put the candle, um, you know, light incense for the Buddha. Everything, anything that you can think of, we were doing. Um, and I even went to a spa each time that I was there, the Lacroix Spa, which, ah, oh, oh, I'll never forget that. So they really looked but, after you. It wasn't just um, all work. Mm, you got to have lots of fun. I and... still felt, no matter what they were doing for me, mm-hmm. I still felt so exhausted and overworked. And towards the end of my trip, I'm a very bubbly, happy person, almost almost always. Even if I'm not feeling that way, especially if I'm on set, you will never know that I'm upset. Yeah. But it was starting to get extremely difficult for me to hold up this mm, this image of me because i just wanted to be grumpy i wanted to be like um i was very emotional i'm a very emotional person anyways Mm -hmm. i cry about everything whether i'm happy or sad i will cry so they already know i'm like a little crybaby princess but like towards the end i was just not feeling like myself at all if i if i'm running very low on sleep i'm not the same person Mm -hmm. as i am my my mentality is well warped and that's the thing like i think People in porn, when they're first starting, they're usually very young mm-hmm. and maybe like don't have the confidence to say, look, I need a break. <laughs> like, no, uh, yeah. And even if I, even if I, they don't understand the concept of a break also, uh, they did have <laughs> to let me, the second time that I went, I remember I had to tell them the first three days that I was there because I was going through withdrawals. Um, I was so ill so ill so violently ill (laughs) that i couldn't even get up i went i was like the third day that i was there i even went to set and i'm like okay i can do this and i couldn't get out of the bed i was i i can't Mm -hmm. explain to you or describe the way that i felt i kind of forget by now how i felt all i remember is that it was very difficult three first days for me i always Um, find flying east is the jet lag's way worse it's not even that it was just it was just with the weed too (laughs) yeah the weed was the worst but also uh the story that i told you that we would talk about this random i you haven't heard about this yet but the second time i went i landed and remember i put on that outfit and they told me don't dress like this next time Mm -hmm. so i had on uh as soon as i got off the plane out of uh the border and everything border control whatever i opened my suitcase i set my phone down next to me like right here you know Imagine it's there on a chair. And I'm going over here, going through my luggage, looking for a cute outfit to wear because I'm wearing sweatpants and whatever. I want to look nice when they come to pick me up. And they told me, oh, I'm so sorry. You landed a little, you landed quite early. We're not anywhere near the airport right now, but we'll be there soon. I'm like, okay, great. I have time. I can get ready. And I already had my makeup done because I did it on the plane because I had so much time. And (laughs) I'm packing, I find an outfit. I pack all my stuff up and I'm headed to the bathroom 
Um, somewhere in between the time it took me to put on my clothes and leave the restroom, I'm realizing, shit, shit, shit. Where the fuck is my phone? Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is my phone? I'm freaking out at this point also because I'm in a country that I'm not completely familiar with. I've only been once. And the people are coming to pick me up. How are they going to find me? I'm like, okay, I'm just rummaging through all my stuff. It's nowhere to be found at all. And then I'm freaking out. I feel so naked without a phone. It's, like, it's, it's not horrible. even that. It's not even that because well. my phone is yeah. never backed up. Still to this day, I don't back it up. Don't ask me why. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll talk about that another day. But literally, I was freaking out. I had a second phone. So, but it didn't have service and it didn't have every, all the information that this one does. This, mm-hmm. the other one was like my old phone and it doesn't work really well. It do- doesn't hold a charge or anything. So I'm freaking out <laughs> and the people meet me. I guess they were just walking around looking for me. I can't remember how I found them. I think they just stumbled upon me there and I'm freaking out crying that I lost it. We go over to the help desk and tell them and um, they let me use their phone to call my ex, my my ex-boyfriend, who I was with for a very long time. Um, and I tell him, John, John, I lost my phone. Please help me find it. And he's like, I have find your iPhone. Mm-hmm. It has to be somewhere in the airport. Maybe it's in your suitcase. Go look in your suitcase again. Then he's like, oh, my God, Melody. It's not at the airport. I'm like, what do you mean it's not at the airport? I just had it. I was just talking to them. And he's like, it's on a train. And I'm like, what do you mean it's on a train? And I just got to Japan. This is not a very good first like day for my trip. Yeah. I was going through withdrawals. I had already thrown up on the plane on the way down from the withdrawals because like that's how often I smoked. And Japan is such a famously safe country as well. Yeah. You don't expect it there. And this is the craziest story of my life. I'll never forget this, honestly. This is the first time I'm talking about this like um, online. This was kind of exciting for me because I've been wanting to make a YouTube video about this. Mm-hmm. Um, just this alone because it was like literally felt like I was in a movie. So I remember I'm wearing this really cute blue dress and high heels. And as soon as he tells that to me, I'm like, where's the train? <laughs> right? Right? We're, we're tracking it. It's moving. It's on the fucking move. It's going. Then where I'm freaking out and it's been an hour already that we've been looking for the phone. So an hour has passed. We're like, fuck, we're never going to find it. And they're like the train to get on the train. You go over there and we get on the train and we're following this guy for like an hour. We're following him. And for some reason he just stops. And I'm thinking, cause I'm, uh, we're doing the ring iPhone, ring iPhone. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, he's going to turn the phone off and he doesn't turn the phone off. Fucking idiot. And, <laughs> and I also, if you know what tiles are, when you press it, yeah, it goes yeah, yeah. off. So when you hit ring on your find iPhone, they if they hit the power button, it turns the sound off. But tile, you have to unlock the phone for the sound to stop. Mm-hmm. So after an hour, we get to the spot where it's like, it's been stopped for 15 minutes. We're like, okay, he had to have like tossed the phone or something or like left it there or something. And we get to the spot and there's like four people. I'm on one side of the tracks. There are people on the other. The tracks are like really high above the ground. So it's not like you can cross over, jump over. You have to go down the stairs and up the other stairs to get to the other side. So I'm like screaming at these people. Is there a phone over there? Can you? None of them speak English, mind you. So they don't know what I'm talking about. I'm like, phone, phone. Do you see phone? See phone? Anyone? There's only four people. And everyone's like 
they look suspicious to me. All of them look suspicious to me. And one man looked extremely suspicious. So I'm pointing at him. I'm like, you, you fucker. You fucking have my fucking phone. Fuck you. I can't Fuck imagine you, you angry. My phone. No, I was so mad. <laughs> I was like shaking. I'm wearing high heels. We were running, fucking chasing. I look like a movie star, honestly. I look like I was in a movie. Um, and... They were all very confused. Some of the, the woman was helping. The woman was like literally looking. She's like, no phone. The man that I was accusing was also helping look. Um, it was not him. I felt bad for yelling at him. And they probably didn't even know what was happening. Then the one guy that looked didn't look suspicious at all. I am holding my tile as close to them as possible. Like I'm like leaning over the railing. And I'm like pressing it. And I'm pressing it. I'm pressing it. And the guy... I hear my phone. I'm like, is it on the ground? Look on the ground, you idiot. And he starts laughing. And then he pulls my phone out of his bag and starts laughing. Wow. And waving at me. And I'm like. He waved at I'm you. I'm like, I hear my phone. I hear my phone. <laughs> and he pulls it out. And I'm like, you fucker. Give me my fucking phone. And I'm like, ponytail. The guy, the the uh, um, assistant or whoever he was. I'm like, ponytail. Momo, he has my fucking phone. It's him. It's him. It's him. Get him. Get him. I'm like screaming. I'm like, please help me. And they're running down the stairs as fast as they can. And I didn't see it because they're downstairs and I'm wearing heels and I'm running to the stairs. As soon as I get to the top of the stairs, Momo comes running and he's like, this is basically what happened. They cornered him and he just threw the phone at him and ran. Mm -hmm. This is the phone in question. You got it. I did. But as soon as that happened, as soon as he held my phone in there, he's like, he was smiling. All you see is me at the very top of the stairs. And I throw up everywhere, all over the stairs. It was, I was so stressed out that I threw up in that. That is the first time that that's happened to me, being so stressed that I literally vomit. Like, yeah. I, that's never happened to me. But at least you found the, your people there. And oh, my God. The phone. Oh, my God. It was, like, the craziest story of my entire life, honestly. It felt unreal. It but feels so cool, though, when you're looking on Find My iPhone and then you're mm -hmm. chasing things. They said that, that he looked Korean. That's um, the guy. Because I, I didn't know. Oh, it's 444. Make a wish. What did you wish for? Oh, you can't, can't tell, tell me. You. Yeah. Come on. Sorry, I'm an amateur. On. But anywho, yeah, that that was... I mean, the if I hadn't got my phone back, I probably wouldn't have had a very good trip. But the fact that I got it back, I was just I'm sure you would shocked. have done. It's just really, really annoying. Mm. Beyond annoying. It's just so important part of our lives yeah and there's such like personal photos on it you know what i mean like mm -hmm. and it was so weird uh i like i had the phone case that had the clear back so all he did he didn't turn my phone off he just took the phone case and my phone case was basically on the other side yeah, yeah. which i don't understand oh no still doesn't make sense i was like maybe it was because of fingerprints but no his fingerprints would have still been on the case so i don't know yeah. very strange to me but apart from that and working too hard, good time in Japan. And you're going to yeah, go back. Yeah, so. it was the fact that I went and it was very eye-opening. People that don't travel out of the United States, I feel like have a very, very different view of the world in general. But as soon as you leave the United States and experience what life ha has to give you in other countries and like how people live their lives and like even different architecture and different foods... Anything, it's a different perspective it mm -hmm. opens your eyes it makes you more accepting it makes you more welcoming it makes you more 
and I think it gives you more intelligence. I think, uh, I think I'm a kinder person for it. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah. I think it gives, uh, makes you appreciate your home country more too, like the good things oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I don't, I try not to view it like, I try not to see different countries like, oh, I don't like this, I don't like that. I try to only see the good in it. But it's just definitely, like in Japan, I took away the fact that like everyone there is so helpful. Everyone there is so kind. It doesn't matter. I, I could be, obviously, I'm very Caucasian. Everyone Caucasian, apart so, from you screaming at people for your phone back. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't speak for like other ethnicities or anything. I, but me personally, everyone there was so kind to me. The fact that when I went to Paris, I had such a good idea of what it would be like in my head. Although because I'm American, I feel like they were very rude to me, and Don't it worry, kind of ruined my view. <laughs> It kind of ruined my view of of Paris. Like, no, but they were kind to me when I started speaking French. Uh-huh. Uh, but I only know only so many phrases. Like, hello, my name is. Um, I like this, this, this. But then they start speaking fast in French, and once they realize I can't understand them, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, tourist. Like, okay. But even all the French people hate Parisians, so that's fine. <laughs> so when you go to Japan again. As soon as their borders open, uh, we'll start planning something. I'm hoping the summer. And do you have any, is there any, because Japan has a lot of different types of porn. Is there anything specific that you're looking forward to trying? No, not anything specific. I mostly, I love the photo shoots that I do there. Mm -hmm. The photography is beautiful. I love everything. I, there are sometimes when they edit my photos and I don't like the way that my face looks, especially in the DVD covers. They have a different That's, aesthetic, don't they? No, it's, because there's like two DVD covers that they have of me where I'm smiling in a schoolgirl skirt and I'm like holding my... It doesn't look realistic at all. It doesn't look like mm-hmm. my real smile or anything. So it's more like... Mm. But other than that, like the photo book of me, like I love the way that the photos came out. If I could have photos like that again, I would be so, so, so happy. Um, uh, them helping me... Uh, speak Japanese, which is like we fin- would phonetically spell out what they're saying. They would say it to me very, very slowly, and I would just write it down as I hear it. Mm-hmm. And I'd put like hyphens, and I'd like where I'd like pause or where like some like weird thing is, you know. Are you going to try learning Japanese? I really want to, although I have mm, the capacity, the the thought process of a fish, so it's like really you- hard for me to focus. So I'm thinking when I start school. Um, the first language I want to learn is Spanish, first of all, because mm-hmm. my family speaks Spanish and um, all my friends speak Spanish. I live in California. Come on. You yeah. have to fucking speak Spanish. It's kind of fucked up if you don't. <laughs> but um, I really want to learn that first. But then I also really want... I've always, I was always in French um, in high school. So I also really want to learn French and Japanese. So... First Spanish, then Japanese, then French. That I would love to be bi, tri, lingual, but it's a lot of work. It is so much work. You're gonna be really committed. So, yes. I mean, I live in Hungary, but I still don't speak but Hungarian. I think that um, once I, I really want to go to college. So once I go to college, mm-hmm. I will take an elective, obviously, for Spanish. And if they have options for other languages, I will so, also take that up. So one thing I want to do is mm. I want to. Seeing as you don't have a specific plan for Japan, I want to tell you about some of the Japanese fetishes oh, that yeah. I found and get your thoughts on it and see which ones you all want right, to try. All right. They're in a random order, so some of them are a bit out there, but I'm told these are common. 
okay. in Japanese porn. Okay. The first one is just called eel.、Mm, is it more like tentacle porn? No, it, it, it's,、um, it involves putting a live eel、um, into the porn star's butthole. Okay, let's just open this can of worms. <laughs> Uh, or eels, we should say. Can you,、uh, can you imagine if we did that in Western porn? Like, I think these in Mastercard. That is,、shit. yeah, that's animal abuse. So one hundred percent no, one hundred and ten percent, a thousand percent no, no. And how? How? And why is why so yeah, many whys and hows? That is so many whys. Also, isn't there like? Well, Wasn't there the, a girl that put a hamster up her vagina in a video the, once? The anus doesn't have to be censored in Japanese porn; only the vagina. Yeah. So I figure that's why they have a lot of fetishes around、uh, butt stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Most、so、likely. an eel, you can show it coming out, and I guess it's alive. So I don't know. That is. I'm trying to be disturbing. I'm trying to be like be positive. That's so disturbing, so disturbing to me.、Um, I'm so sorry for anyone that is offended by us not liking that. <laughs> You just lost your eel Japanese fans. I know. I just lost.、Uh, I lost at least ten fans right now.、Um, so、this one I can't pronounce. It's frowerturism.、Um, I'm going to have to learn some English. So it's it's basically、um, a fetish about public groping. I don't know if you've seen it, but one of the common oh、Japanese、yeah, like on fetishes, a train. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love that. I They have that. like、oh, yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. Cool. Yeah, I, I love that.、Some、I love public the, humiliation kind of stuff. Also, yeah, like yes, finger me under a table、it. at a restaurant, please, <laughs> or <Wow> . something. <laughs> Just giving us、that. a guide to meeting you on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Tinder? Hello. Another、yes. one is similar. It's like time stoppers. So it's like. The guy finds a magical device that stops time. We did、time. that. We did、you、that. Did we that. did that. Yes. How was that? Wait. Who、so、did I do that with? Who did I do that with? I don't know if I can't remember if I did. I don't think I did that in Japan. I think I did that in America. Okay. Did you just have to stand completely still? Yeah, you just stand still. It was for a VR. Okay. Yeah. Ah、uh, ah.、Uh, yes. Wait. Fuck! I cannot remember. I have such a horrible, horrible memory, honestly. But I know that I've done that before. It was kind of fun. Is it hard to stay still for so long? <laughs> yeah, I think it was for VR.、Mm. It was for a VR video, so it was kind of more. It's a little more difficult. Yeah.、Um, another one is just a slapping fetish. <laughs> oh,、But、I it, like that. It's not what you think. So you, you like being slapped, I guess. I like being slapped. I so, also like slapping people. <laughs> okay, you're gonna love this. You should ask them for it. It's um, it's called cat slapping, and it's basically you walk down the street. And you just slap random women across the face. Oh my god, I would love that. I know a lot of girls in porn that like hitting and being hit too. So that would be actually pretty fucking funny. Actually, you give me some ideas, my I friend. <laughs> I want to get like a bunch of porn girls together in LA and just like walk the streets of LA and not tell anyone what we're fucking doing and like、yeah. hide a camera on someone and see the reactions of people. <laughs> The crazy、Stop、thing is, you can put it on YouTube. It's fine. I will like, fucking. It's not do- porn. No, and like I know some of my friends will be really good actresses too, and they'll be like, "What the fuck?"、Um, oh my god, I'm writing that down. That's funny. Yeah, What is it called? it's literally called cat slapping. Cat slapping. All right. Um. Giving me all the content. Yeah, I've just given you all my best ideas, and um, of course, tentacle porn. Uh, I'm actually doing that in Europe. Yeah, for my friend Romero. Ah, 
Is it real? His stuff is incredible. Though. Is it real? Um, I, for me, his is like the only thing I've seen in porn that's like at like a movie kind of level. It's yeah. incredible. Could you put the microphone? Oh, sorry, in? sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. So yeah, the tentacle stuff. He does it really, really well. I think in Japan, it's not actually as good as Romero's, but mm-hmm. they started it. He just culturally appropriated it. Yeah, let's say it that way. But I have always fantasized about that. Um, I don't know if it'll be what I think it is, but you know what I mean? Like when you have the fantasy in your head and like when you actually have it, it's not like... I, I think it'll be a long day, but you'll love the result. That's I'm excited. What I'd say. It, the stuff he does is incredible. Oh, that's going to blow up. I know that it will. Because yeah. my fan... I mean, my Asian fans are... <laughs> yeah, you might be like his best one so far. I'm, I'm excited. Sure. And yeah, the one I told you before is this one called a Zetai Ryokyu, which is the fascination of knee socks and the the absolute zone, that gap between I mean, the skirt and... That's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's not anything crazy to me. <laughs> no, Eels was my limit, I think. Eels, eels was, I think everything should be else, everyone's limit. <laughs> everything else I can watch. I think that should be everyone's limit at animals. Anything that has to do with animals or insects or anything. Yeah, I don't understand why it's allowed. I don't understand why... Like, there's different rules for porn in Japan than in the West. Because Visa and MasterCard, they're the same company. But they're so Puritan with American porn. Um, like, we can't use words like rape in advertising. Oh, no, but no. But they can. And it's like, why is there this double standard? But also, they don't do things like step-sibling things in Japan either. And America does a lot yeah. of that kind of stuff. So I feel like they just have different morals. Not even that rules, it's like morally. Well, this is coming from Visa and MasterCard, not from... And that's like a global company. Yeah. Visa and MasterCard don't like stepbro, stepsister things. That's like... It's coming becoming less and less in America mm-hmm. in the films. But they still try to incorporate it somehow, but I'm like... Yeah. Uh, I don't really like doing the stepbro stuff anymore because it's like so overdone. It's not even the fact that I don't enjoy it. It's just like... So overdone. It's boring. It's boring. It was like, um, it's it's just become like the plumber, you know? It's mm-hmm. like just such a cliche. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I'm like, that and schoolgirl stuff, like, what is the next trend going to be? I need to know. Third cousins. What? Third Shut cousins, the fuck up. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think it. I think just like being super real and just being like, hey, I'm Melody Marks. I'm not, I'm not yeah. playing a role. I'm not anything. Like they just want to see a porn star having fun and doing her job. Like, yeah. That's I, I saw um, that porn where people get stuck. I thought that was going to blow up for a while, but it. I mean, it did, honestly. It became like a meme. Yeah, but it, it went but away it, just quick. as fast. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it became a meme and it was like, again overdone <laughs> yeah well someone will invent a new type of sex well not, maybe you will not that it was overdone but it was too cheesy like come on if you're gonna get stuck get stuck like the one of the girl getting stuck in the doggy door phenomenal that actually yeah. looked like you were fucking stuck in a doggy door when you're like leaning over under a table and you say you got stuck that's like well, i think the stuck stuff on. came from japan and it was originally a stuck in the wall Mm-hmm. And um, I think the way they do it, it looks like it's you're funny. actually it does stuck. look like a real wall that you're stuck in. But I think that we should do more. Like, there's this one video on Pornhub that I always watch because I love it so much. But it's like girls are in this like room, and there's like holes in the wall, and like half their bodies in one side and half their bodies 
sticking out like yeah. their legs are like chained up on a wall or something is that and a Czech company that does that i, I think, think so i think i know them but i only can find one video of like all when all the girls yeah. are in the room and i, I don't know what the site. context is behind it like they're kidnapped or what it is but i find it hot like i would love to just be stuck in a room and like have not random men but like male talents just uh, yeah fucking... they, when you work in prague um some of the czech companies are crazy like there's this one called i think porn family or perverse family oh god and they do crazy things like one of the things i saw they buried a girl so just her head oh i have a fear of that just her head was sticking out of the ground oh hell no and then they just like face fucked her oh i'm actually terrified (laughs) of that i I, i'm only scared of things if i genuinely cannot escape from it if if i if you close me yeah yeah if well, it's different because oh, yeah. if you put me in a cardboard box and put a fucking rock on top of it, I if I know I can get out, I'm mm-hmm. fine. But if you duct tape it and like are telling me I can't get out, I will flip the fuck out. If you put me in a closet and lock it, I will flip the fuck out. Not by choice, but because like my body can't handle mm-hmm. like the stress. So um, I'm outing myself here. Please don't use this against me. God. Yeah, we've got so much dirt on you. Yeah, I know. I'm so, also ticklish too. I mean, might as well say that. Fuck. That's a fetish too. I know. They did that in Japan, but they didn't tell me they were doing it. What? No, because <laughs> they tricked me so well, actually. It was so good. Like, the lady, she wasn't in... She's just, like, was an extra. And it was supposed to be, like, she was massaging me. And... I genuinely didn't see it coming at all. It was, it was supposed to be like a solo video. Like I thought that I was going to start like masturbating afterwards, but she just started tickling me in the middle of the fucking massage and like they wouldn't stop. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to pee. I'm going to pee. I'm going to pee. And they let me go. But I was like, Oh my God, I was literally going to pee myself. I am going to have to Google that scene. Yeah. I don't know where it exists. Yeah. I think a lot of them don't get put on the internet. Yeah. Because um, DVDs still sell in Japan. Yeah. Um, I think it's on a DVD, like a solo DVD. I'm yeah. pretty sure. We'll find it. Somewhere. We need to send someone to Japan. Or someone can send same, it to us. It's the same one um, where I'm like licking the, the ice cream in the I, bathtub. I think if it's any like white of, ice cream. I think if any of your fans are listening, we need like a shopping list. We need someone to send you the photo book. I need the photo books. There's two photo books. There's some magazines that I'm in. I have like three or four need, magazine, Japanese magazines that I'm on the cover of. We need the tickle scene. We need the tickle scene. Come on. <laughs> I need all the mosaic scenes. Yeah. We need it. So, um, and yeah, and I think we're about done. Yeah. Day. We had a good little conversation. Got my little train, little story yeah, uh, so, out there. That was... And you're so lively. You're like, I'm just like... Thank you. Like, ah. I know. I'm so crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's brilliant. Um, is there it's anything, the coffee speaking. Is there anything you want to advertise or tell people oh, where to find you? And yes. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, that is the main uh, app that you can find me on because I just love tweeting about my life and what I'm up to all the time. So I'm very active. I'm the only person running my social media accounts. Um, and it is Melody Marks, M-E-L-O-D-Y-M-A-R-K-S-X-X-X, Melody Marks, X-X-X. And then same for my OnlyFans. I have two OnlyFans, actually. That one is my old one. My new one is Melody Marks. Is the content different on the OnlyFans? Uh, the new OnlyFans, I was um, for like a month or two. I had I posted about it also to my OnlyFans that I was having a company help me because I was going through a hard time. Ah, uh, okay. But I decided my fans, I don't appreciate 
being fake to my fans. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really want someone messaging them and it felt very fake to me. And so I had them stop and I haven't been on for a minute because I'm trying to rebrand, mm-hmm. get new looks and everything, new content for my fans. I already have like three videos filmed since I've been here for it. So I'm waiting to release that. I have to edit them. Um, but let me find that really quick. We can edit this. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Okay, it's just Melody Marks X. Yeah, Melody Marks X is my new one. And yeah, and my Instagram, actually, if you want to keep up with my trip, because I literally love posting to my stories. I'm sure some of my fans are quite annoyed by how often I post about coffee and (laughs) (laughs) because I love cappuccinos. But I post about all my adventures on there. It's Mel Baby XX M E L B A B I E XX. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah, thanks everyone for listening. And if you want to ask any questions, you can tweet me or tweet Melody. Yes. Um, and yeah, just please subscribe and give it five stars. Share it with friends. Tell Make some about clips the of this, post it to my Twitter, tag me. Or I would love to see little clips of this everywhere. There will, there will be clips. Make memes. <laughs> Make memes. I'm watching you. I feel like you haven't really made it in life until you're a meme. I know. I want to be a fucking meme. Yeah. God damn it. And it'll probably happen with something really random. Like someone will catch you at a bad time. No, like, I want to be the Riley Reed meme where she's like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna blank. And they fill in like, uh, instead of come, they like put... You know, something fucking funny. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a really good one, actually. Yeah, I love it. It's got to be your turn next. I know, what the fuck? There, I can't remember. There was something out there that was like, I'm like, this is going to be a fucking meme. I can't remember. I'll, it'll come to me later. And I'll just fade it out. <laughs> so okay. we're done. Thanks so much. Yeah, that was awesome. No problem. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs>